0: Somebody's going to go bridge here. No intro today. Socks don't deserve an intro. Welcome to Gone Bridge. What episode is this? 94 presented by Guy Boston Sports. That's all you're going to get from the intro today. Andrew Gardner, Steve Brady, Alex Clausen. That was kind of an intro, modified intro. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you, if you've been listening for a while, this is the third episode. In a series of episodes, we present This Sucks, Part 3. We break out this title name when things are going bad. Not just a tough stretch. When things are going really, really bad. And we've made the executive decision to break out the third episode in this series. So, Episode 94, This Sucks, Part 3. Boys... How we doing? <laughs>
1: um, I spent the la- the last week up in rural Maine. And I think I've come to the conclusion that money does not exist up there. I think everyone just barters food for goods. Uh, everyone up there has food a big house. Like food, food isn't good. Well, I've determined that every business I drove by was either a construction company or a farm. So I think that in... Return for a yearly supply of food. Someone builds someone a house. Do you think the construction company builds farms? Well, yeah, someone's got to build it. All right, well,
2: this is quite possibly the worst stretch of the Red Sox baseball since the conception of this show. It's been bad. Some would even say this sucks. Someone would say this sucks for the third time. I don't know what to say. Last episode, I posed the question, if we only win one game against, these, against the Rays and the Yankees for the last two series, do we blow it up? Unfortunately, we're not even on pace to do that. It's currently 11-2, Yankees on Saturday, awesome. July 17th at 3.40 p.m. So,
0: yeah, we were like trying to figure out time to record this weekend. We're like, we'll save it till after the Yankees series really didn't even have to get through the Yankees series. I'm just gonna, I'm not, we we can assume that the Yankees take two out of three from the series, right? I mean, it's, it's an, it's a nine run deficit right now. What inning is it like the fourth inning, fifth inning?
2: It is the bottom of the fourth still. Bottom of the fourth. Two outs, man on first, 11 to 2. And actually, quick sidebar. I'm going to expose myself right now a little bit. When the Yankees signed Matt Carpenter, I don't know, however long ago that was, like a month and a half, two months ago, I referred to that move as a quote unquote nothing signing. And I am wrong. I was wrong. And I apologize to Matt Carpenter. And his mustache.
0: So here we are. When we last left off, we had talked about the first game in the previous Yankees series at home. We lost six to five. It was a close one. Red Sox end up splitting the series with the Yankees. We were pumped up. I called them the frauds from New York. I said what I said. The Red Sox then go on their seven-game road trip to end the first half of the season four against Tampa Bay three against New York and the Red Sox are five innings away from going one and six on the trip finishing the first half of the season oh 11 in one in series against AL East opponents and have now lost Christopher Alan Sale, once again, we haven't even done an episode since he was healthy, and he is now hurt again, really to no fault of his own. His pinky but is broken. His pinky is, is not in place. that the, you see that? I showed you guys, or I sent you guys the clip. Absolutely it, it, mangled. He he was like smiling coming off the, the mound. He's a madman. He's a madman. Mad
2: well, I think it's kind of one of those things where at, at a certain point, all you can do is laugh.
0: That was, I mean, that was kind of my first reaction too. So, I, you guys remember Chris, who we did the, Say well, not Chris Sale, the other Chris, who we, the, the Yankees fan, who we did the episode with, in the offseason. So I was talking with him. I think he's going to go to his first game at Fenway next week, and I was saying it was, we were going to go to the Saturday game, and we were talking this morning. I was like, oh, I think Chris Sale's pitching next Saturday. He literally. He texts me. I, I wasn't even watching the game. I was on the train this afternoon. Couldn't catch the first inning. He goes, Don't think we're watching sale anymore. I just thought, oh, like I saw the Yankees were up like two-nothing, probably having a bad inning. It's like, nope, broke his hand, broke his pinky, whatever. I saw a tweet from a, a doctor. I don't know. Twitter's <laughs> A on <the> doctor.
2: <laughs> Reliable source. Tweet from a doctor. I don't know what it
0: was, but this guy was saying that Chris Chris Sale either Dislocated a a
1: joint.
0: or okay. Uh, Chris said, either dislocated a joint in his pinky and they're like, Oh, he'll be back next week in no time, or he like really messed up some bone in his pinky and he's done for the year.
2: There's like no, his fourth metacarpal.
0: Yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Uh, Ryan Brazier and Jake Diekman just happened, gave up an eight spot in the fourth inning. I feel like these the the these the this sucks episodes. They're just they're rambles. They're rambles. They have less of a of a path to them. The first one we did was last August when the Red Sox were in a complete downfall. I think they had just gotten like swept by Toronto or something. The second one we did it was Steve and I going in like I think it was going into that last series against Washington when we basically needed to
1: sweep to get into the playoffs. And now we're here, Clawson. Um, I have our descriptions up on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us there. Shameless plug. Um, uh, and the description. Uh, well, this was when we were a Kansas City Royals podcast. Trevor mm, wow. uh, Royal. In the in the episode, we said, "quote In this one, we discussed the bullpen stinking it up once again, us getting wiped by the Yankees." A not-so-relevant sweep against the Orioles. We haven't done that. And what we think Alex Cora could be doing better. Surprising signing of Travis Shaw. Questions with Matt and hopes for the team uh, getting into the playoffs at this point. So, like, probably three of those five are happening once again.
0: And this sucks part two was the entire entire description was – not many good things to say after a one-in-five week, including a series loss to the worst team in baseball. Sweep Washington. That's it. So, I don't even know where we really want to go with this. I had, like, a whole kind of agenda planned out for today. I was like, we kind of missed a lot of stuff the last you – no, know, we haven't recorded in, like, eight or nine days. Got a lot to talk about. The socks don't
2: deserve consistent episodes. But people deserve consistent episodes. The Sox don't. The engagement that the Sox are getting, I feel like, is so low right now because they just are so bad in the ownership. Also, just looks terrible with their – what was that quote by John Henry, I believe it was, who was like – He was like, you know, takes two to make a deal. We've made it clear that we want them in Boston, blah, blah, blah we can't afford to sign Raphael Devers long story short.
0: Did you know that that was John Henry's first quote and media availability about the Red Sox since the Mookie Betts trade really been off the grid for two, like two and a half years now,
2: two and a half years. He comes back every once in a while to let the people know that that generational talent that they got. Yeah. We ain't going to got it for too much longer.
0: Guys, I'm I'm getting nervous about about
2: this extension. You're just now getting nervous. I'm just now getting nervous. Well, I feel like you're the most optimistic person in the world about it because I, I am an optimistic general. But about this specifically, because the general That's... consensus, the general consensus is, unfortunately, people. If if you really are going to be real about it, Raphael Devers probably not going to get extended. Xander Bogart's probably not going to get extended. That's the way it is right now. That's the way it's looking. I hope I'm wrong. Everybody's saying it, though, in Boston sports media.
0: I don't know, Steve. I don't know if it's just the way I'm feeling this week because of how bad this stretch has been. Because I don't know, man. I it, The thing is, is that I've heard some things that the front office is, is confident that they'll reach a deal with them, but past history was spanning back almost a decade now just says differently. It all comes back to John Lester, and yep. I can't believe we're talking about this yep. nine years later, nine years later. It all comes back to John Lester, the guy who just retired last year, won another World Series with the Cubs, probably going to go into the Hall of Fame at some point. One of the best. You think so? Uh, I think he's borderline. Mm, Borderline. He's borderline. He's not a first bout guy, but maybe. But that's kind of besides the point. John Lester said he, he wants to stay in Boston. I'll take a home down discount, guys. We just won the World Series in 2013. Man, I think ownership offered him like a four-year, $84 million deal. John Lester, they let him go. He signs his mega deal with the Cubs,
2: goes and performs. Well, a couple of things happened in between him signing the deal with the Cubs.
0: Well, he got traded to Oakland. We got Cespedes. We got Porcello.
2: Ultimately, we turned was, John Lester into a Cy Young pitcher. That is true. That is true. But no, I'm joking, obviously. You well, can't spin still, that. be a positive like, thing.
0: No, and I mean Rick Porcello, he was he was good for most of his time here. He obviously every other time. year. But John Lester, I think overall was a better pitcher. And mm-hmm. then you go down the line, next guy up, Mookie Betts. We've been down this train before and now you know, they didn't extend Ben Attendee. Ben Attendee, it was more like his his performance hasn't been what he was like kind of expected to do in the majors. But well, his
2: performance this season? This year, he's been great. This year, he's been great. Are you So you're saying his performance as a Boston Red Sox was it not what ex- was, Yeah, okay. Well, he was like the number two prospect in baseball. At one point, he was the number one prospect in baseball. Right. So, yes, I I thought you were saying this year.
0: No. But realistically speaking, now, we look at Bogarts, who they signed to that deal after the World Series win. And he's still got, I think, three or four years on it, but he's going to opt out most likely. And now you got Devers, and you're just in this boat. And I was talking to Jared about this last week, and not a lot of people are talking about this right now, but – we could literally lose like half of the team for next season. If you run around who's free agents, it's Vasquez. You could lose Bogarts. If you lose Bogarts, Devers is not coming back. Kike's a free agent. That's not a huge loss.
2: JBJ is a free agent. Nathan
0: Evaldi, free agent. Matt Strom, free agent. I'm trying to think who else. Michael Waka. Free agent. I mean, the lit like that is a staggering list. A staggering JD. list. JD. I forgot about JD. JD's the biggest name on that list. I mean, I mean, outside of Bokerts. Yeah. But I mean, this team, we're, we're at a weird point right now. We're at a weird point right now. And now that Tanner Houck's coming in the fifth inning, I mean, this is just a mess. We're not even in a playoff spot. Going into the all-star break now.
2: I would not be surprised. You know what? Obviously, I wouldn't be surprised. It is a distinct possibility. In fact, it is trending in this direction that your Boston Red Sox will be last place in the AL East by the time the season is over. What's well, a very realistic possibility. With the run that the Orioles have been on, they look like a team. That has a winning mentality right now.
1: Yeah, they do closet. They do. They're the Baltimore Orioles. They're going to find a way. The Baltimore
2: Orioles bounce back every couple of years. Water finds its level.
1: They bounce back every couple of years. The dam's still flooding. I don't have much faith in the Orioles to sustain this.
2: I will say. Don't you realize that the Red Sox look like like literal dog shit?
1: Terrible. They're tired.
2: So, all I'm saying is that right now, one team looks great. Borderline best team in the league esque type feeling. One team looks like they shouldn't even be in the MLB. Did you just say
1: that the Baltimore Orioles are the best team in the league esque? I said they look like because they're like 12
2: and 2 in their last 14 or something like that. Have no they're idea. 11
1: and 1 in their last 15. All right. Here's th- the 15 last days. Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to be the optimist for just half a second here. I'm going to bring us down to earth.
2: I, th- I, I, I fucking live on planet earth, bro.
0: I'm going to bring <laughs> you back down to planet earth, Steve. I'm going to, I'm going to, you, you ever heard of grounding? They were talking about it during the game last night. You walk around the field with your shoes off. Just kind of relaxes you. I'm going to, we're going to ground ourselves for a minute. Here.
1: Sounds I'm like sorry. some, some feel the dreams type stuff. Yeah.
0: I think Adam Aldovino last year, he did it a lot.
1: Here's the thing. Sounds like a sounds like a Joe Madden type of thing.
2: Where's the thing? Here's the thing.
0: I'm gonna tell you what the thing is, and I'm I'm trying to stay as optimistic as possible because we have been very optimistic about the team this year, and I don't want one episode to change that narrative. Are we are we bringing the facts to the table that things are looking dire right now? Like, yeah, things have got to change especially when I think around 60 to 70% of this team's schedule left is against AL East teams, and they have not found a way to win one series against them. Like, that's just not – that's not like a random pattern. That's an issue. That's an issue.
1: Chris Sale has sustained a fractured pinky.
0: Six. Dope. Gone for the year. Chris Sale's done.
1: Hold on.
2: Look, guys, I don't know how you can possibly swing this anyway. Anyway, awesome.
1: A conservative treatment, which is what you're going to have to give Chris Sale, because he's made of glass, typically involves the placement of a cast or a splint to immobilize the finger, enabling the fracture to mend its own. Normal recovery is three to four weeks, so we'll see him about six to eight.
0: All right, so maybe mid-September.
1: We'll see him for the playoffs.
0: Uh, if we get there. All right, here, here's here's what I want to say real quick. So I get things are bad right now. However, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this saying. I think it was – I don't actually remember which one of you said it last year, but water finds its level. That
1: was me. That was close. you? I'm a big water finds its level water guy. Water
0: finds its level. Water finds its level. So here's the thing. The Rays right now are up seven to four on the Orioles. So if they win, we're going to be three and a half back of them going into the All Star break. The Toronto Blue Jays already won today. When we lose, we're still only two games back of them. We're, we're two games. We're going to be two games out of the wild card going into the All Star break. Now, the Seattle Mariners. They've they've gone on an insane run, second-longest win streak in franchise history. They're 13 in a row, and they're on their way to winning their 14th in a row right now. I'm trying to stay optimistic in saying that these teams are not going to keep it up, like the Mariners and the Orioles. But there's other teams, too, like Cleveland can come out of the woodwork, the White Sox. But...
2: There's no reason... Things are messy. You expect us to turn it on. There's no reason. Here's the reason. What's the reason? Trevor's story is on the IL. Chris Hill just broke his pinky.
1: What's the reason? That's even more reason. Number one, because you have a healthy team coming back. And number two. When? When? (laughs) Eventually. Eventually.
2: Oh, eventually. Okay.
1: And number two. Look at the Washington Nationals and Atlanta Braves. Those two teams were visibly completely out of the playoff picture the years they won the World Series.
0: And that that I don't disagree with you with.
1: We have seen a trend of second-half teams going into the playoffs hot. The thing that, and this is going to be big Yankee hate, you'd rather have a hot second-half team than a first-half team. The Yankees are not going to be able to sustain this. They're going to find a way. Severino's come back to earth. Matt Carpenter is eventually going to return to the way he's been for the last five years. Aaron Judge will get hurt at some point. Stanton's still striking out. You a can't gun. keep
0: saying that. You've been okay. saying that all year.
1: I think and I'm going to keep on. saying I,
2: it. I saw a stat the other day. Uh, I think I forget exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of Giancarlo Stanton has gone like 14 for 28 or something like that. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, his past out of his past 14 hits, 11 of them have been home runs. Exactly. What is that? Exact- How does that help your point? I don't understand. The rest are strikeouts.
1: But he, when he hits the ball, it's a home run. All I'm saying is the Yankees will find a way. They're, not, they're still going to lead the division. The fact that they're 15 games up going into the all-star break, they, they're not going to lose that.
2: So what's
1: but your point? My point is, I said it from the beginning, Sox are a second-half team. Everyone's going to be healthy. Team's going to start rolling. Chris Sales he'd ra- not. You'd rather be. He will be. He when? Will be. At this point, Chris, Chris said Sale he is the would kind be of guy slated
2: to come back in mid-September. Chris, Chris Sale was the
1: kind of guy that would bite his own finger off if it meant he'd play on Friday instead of waiting three weeks.
2: I don't think right? that would speed up the process. I don't think that would uh, expedite his healing.
1: He'd find think- a way. But all I'm saying is, I've said this from the beginning: Socks are a second-half team. They're banged up right now. They're tired. Everyone that's tired sucks, and everyone else is hurt. You're going to find a way to go in the second half. The Orioles are going to fall off. The Guardians are probably hanging around. The where, Mariners where, are going to fall off.
0: Where did you see six to eight weeks? I'm seeing reports from multiple sources that he's expected to miss the rest of the season. No,
1: because what source? Dawson just
2: looked up fractured pinky Saw that the timeline for healing for a typical person is four to six weeks. No, no, no. And, I said, it's... and then you said, and then you said, so for Chris Sale, probably like six to eight weeks. Yeah. Alex Claussen in his non-medical opinion, <laughs> not even based on how an athlete, like a pitcher would, I think you read a diagnosis for a normal human being who might have to like type on a keyboard like that's when they're back in like six to eight weeks chris sale has to grip the ball and throw 97 even though he hasn't thrown 97 in like four years uh he
0: threw 97 that's where
2: you have how many times once The top I, out at,
0: right now i see if i i have a number for you i don't have a number for you
2: look i'm gonna say right now socks are are looking terrible they're looking bad and unless it's a, a miracle are they steve really unless, unless we experience a legitimate miracle and unfortunately christmas is not for a couple months This scene this team is is done it's done are Season's you kidding over. me
0: it's no. the all-star break yeah. we're at the all-star break as negative as i have been and i've like slated out stuff this episode that things are not going well. I'm not out on this team still. This team. How can you has, be? I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, this team is so banged up right now. I'm, I really think, I really think that a lot of this, like, has this week sucked? Yes, absolutely. It's been one this of the month worst. month
1: sucked. It's,
0: yeah, it's been awful. It's been really bad. For the entire month. I'm trying to Going zoom back
2: I'm trying to
0: zoom the lens out a little hmm. bit. I'm trying to zoom the lens out. We have been without Chris Sale this whole year and we've been okay without him. Been okay. I'm
2: not, I'm not saying that Chris Sale getting
0: hurt I know, yet, but I think all all. I think a lot of this is a gut reaction to getting our our mouth our teeth kicked in yesterday 14 to 1 not Not to mention about yesterday I know that Steve I know that but I think a lot of what we're talking about today is gut reactions to Ryan Brazier and Jake Diekman giving up an eighth an eight run spot to the Yankees and Ryan Weber coming in and pitching three shutout innings against this team last night and Matt Carpenter hitting two more home runs I think that a lot of this stuff is because of the last two days. Well, I'm telling because you, the, it's been bad. It's been I'm, bad.
2: I literally am telling you that it's not a gut reaction. And I, there's evidence to that because last episode I said that if things go this way, then we should heavily consider blowing it up, especially if the ownership knows. And I think the ownership has their mind made up of whether or not they're going to offer Rafael Devers and Xander It's a legitimate contract. Because if they do, then they can sign those two guys if they want to. I think the ownership has their, made, their mind made up right now. The ownership group is spread out too thin with the Fenway group. is They own Pittsburgh, the Penguins, they own whatever, Man U. And they don't care about winning for the Red Sox right now. They don't care about it. They don't want to sink the money into the Red Sox organization right now. There's money going other places. If they wanted to resign Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts, they could do it. It doesn't look like they want to do it, but if this ownership... Doesn't chooses not to resign them, but also lets them walk away for free. Nobody on planet Earth should ever buy a Red Sox ticket again while it's under this ownership because they clearly don't care about the team.
0: It's been a bad week, Steve.
2: It's been a bad month. It's been a bad month and a half. It's been a bad month and a half.
0: I know. This here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, th- I just think we're in a weird spot right now. This team is playing worse than they are. They're missing story. They're missing a crap ton of pitchers. And obviously they're not in the upper echelon of the American league or the whole major leagues right now.
2: I don't think they're even playing worse than they actually are. When you start four rookies in a row that like are kind of trash, you're getting extra for, for Cutter Crawford. You're getting extra. He's, I've been outdoing himself, but you guys he's like seen, Connor Seabold that you send out there, you trot him out and you're like, and you, and you're saying that we're, we're underperforming with Connor Seabold getting dicked down the, his, I'm his saying we're underperforming is, you're sending, because
0: we're putting guys like Connor
2: Seabold out there. But they're not underperforming. They're performing exactly like how you'd expect. Them exactly,
0: to right Connor Seabold's not supposed to be starting games against the Yankees in July at Fenway Park. I know, but that's the year twenty twenty
2: two. That's who the Boston Red Sox are right now. That is our because team. because
0: they're banged up. Steve, we got the trade deadline coming up.
2: We can trade for some pitchers. Who do you think that we're going to trade for? That is going to breathe life into this like lifeless
1: team. Steve, I don't how many know about Steve, how many times has Heim Bloom brought in a pitcher or reliever? And we were like, oh, this guy sucks. And then he turned out to be Michael Waka. John Schreiber, Austin awesome Richards. Matt Strom has been decent. Has he? Has he? At points. Yeah, until he got hurt
0: this past week, too. I'm saying is that the injuries to this team right now. Are so bad. And Connor Seabold pitched so bad that he hurt himself too. Brian Bayo
2: sucks right yeah. now.
0: I, we talked about this already. He's not major league ready,
2: Steve. I know. He wasn't
0: supposed to be you here. Wanna, but of you want to talk about
2: water finding its level? You want to talk about water finding its level? And you're over here telling me that Michael Walker is coming back with a straight face as if he's going to have a low three ERA for the entire rest of the season. You want to talk about water finding its level? Yeah, water is going to find its level in the high fours with Michael Walker. That's where the water is going to be. That's your hero. That's your savior. At this point, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a At this point, pipe that's... dream. It's a pipe Steve. dream.
1: Steve. Steve. Steve, you're just you're just so down on this team. You're saying that guys like Michael Waku, who's been great, isn't gonna sustain this, but the damn Baltimore Orioles. Yes, I agree, Klaus. Like you, But baseball, You just said gonna...
2: that the, a historically great Yankee team is going to collapse.
1: Because they do. Second half teams always fall off.
2: First half teams always fall
1: off. Always fall off. First half teams always fall off. I don't know. The MLB. You you gotta treat
2: teams from a year-to-year basis. And as
1: we've seen, it's a year-to-second half teams are king. Second half teams are king. Here's
0: Here's the thing with the Yankees. Here's the thing with the Yankees that I've really come to realize the last couple of years, especially with the Braves, the Nationals, the 2013 Red Sox, the team that wins the World Series is the team. This is going to sound super dumb, but it's the team that has guys overperform. If you look at the 2013 Red Sox, I mean, you look back at that lineup. You're like Mike Carp was was raking. I mean, you had guys down that lineup who were historically not the best players in the league. And we're raking, and you look at the Yankees this year, and especially in their bullpen, you have guys like Clay Holmes who are having career years. It like I'm hoping the Yankees are going to collapse in the playoffs, but like it's just that kind of year for the Yankees. Like the Nationals had that in 2019, last year with the Braves. Like who is it? Solaire comes in. They had uh, Jock Peterson. Like these guys overperformed, Steve, and the Yankees. W-
1: were you also talking about? how like at the all-star break the all-star game is like being an all-star is unfair because you can break out in the second half i didn't say that i don't remember someone said that was it guardy no i
2: definitely didn't say that you yeah you know you totally did you mentioned it and then you cited you cited jake arietta and somebody else who won the mvp as two guys that had great second half years we could go back and listen and see i'm pretty sure
0: oh here. well i was saying that the all-star game is is dumb for that reason that
1: that's what that's I exactly
2: mean. what closet just said
1: so <laughs> when we <laughs> oh, have I'm guys sorry. like so we have underperforming players on this team trevor story xander bogart you can even point that okay, i'm, I'm sorry out, i'm sorry
0: i i you kind of worried that a little weird i didn't understand all right
1: verdugo I get you're going. yeah guys that guys are straight underperforming you have a whole second half. We've seen Rodrigo. guys blow up in the second half.
2: Rodrigo's never been an all-star. You can't really put him into that.
1: But you know what I mean? Like, you've had guys that come out of the woodworks, like Jake Arrieta. Like, you know, he's fine. He's a decent pitcher. He had a solid MLB career. He blew up in the second half. He was never, like, an all-star before that.
0: Blow up isn't good, right?
1: Blow up isn't, a, yes, like a good blow up. Like a glow up.
0: Glow up. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We just – we need this first half to be over, thankfully, in about an hour or two. It'll be done. Get to the all-star break. But, Steve, I, I think these whole Devers and Bogarts talks, it's more for the offseason. The Red Sox aren't going to trade as Andrew Bogarts at the trade deadline. They're not going to do it. Maybe they should. I think that's an idiotic take. I, I don't I, know Why? Why? why because he's xander bogarts and this team is still only two games out of a playoff spot and you yeah, could no,
2: again, no, no like this i know i get no i i'm saying i get why a a quality ownership group would not trade xander bogarts I, but i'm will, telling you in the scenario that the ownership group already has made up their mind in in that they are not going to resign him don't you think it would be stupid to not get anything in return Steve,
0: if if they've already made up their minds, then yeah. But I don't think they have. Okay,
1: Steve. Not the bad. fact that this team is as bad as it is right now, and it's only two games out of a a game and a half out of a wild card, yeah, thanks to a rule that just got made this past off season. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You get in. You get in.
0: Here's the, the here's the other thing I was gonna. You literally just have to get in. That's how I feel too. Last year. Red Sox are going to lose to the Yankees in a wild card game. They barely get in. Red Sox beat up on the Yankees. Well, Red Sox aren't going to beat the Rays. They won the pennant last year. Red Sox beat the Rays. Red Sox take the Astros to six games. They were up 2 1 in the series. You just got to find a way to get in, just got to find a way to get hot at the right time. Again, I'm just being optimistic. This stretch has sucked, but the team is hurt. We need some rest. And we've also got we've got a nice homestand, uh, ten gamer coming
2: there's
0: up. Two. Toronto,
2: Cleveland,
0: mm. Milwaukee. Is it tough? Yeah, it's a tough homestand. That I'm not like the, there's not going to be a lot of easy games left. Like even if we if we look into August, got the Astros the first week of August. Then we're going to Kansas City. I mean, forever Royal. Love that. Um, but then yeah, no, it's braves, you got the Orioles. I mean, you really, the only easy series you have less left or I mean if if you want if you don't want to count the Orioles, you've got the Royals for four, you've got Pittsburgh for three in, in mid uh, August, and you've got Cincinnati for two in September. The, the schedule's not going to be easy.
2: If you're another team right now and you see Boston on the schedule, you're elated. They're psyched. You might as well send your good players on a vacation because you won't need them.
0: Anything else from the past two weeks or week?
1: Um, I do have some numbers. This yep. is going to really just pour gasoline on the fire that I've been trying to stomp out that Steve's been trying to put in. Are they uh, good? Are they good numbers? Like, also,
0: Alex Verdugo had a sweet walk-off. Didn't talk about that. That was a dope game.
2: Sick, bro. <laughs>
1: um, these would be hitting and pitching numbers. Which one would you like me to start with? Um, let's
2: start with the pitching numbers because I, I know that they like I I think that whatever they are, I will be more mentally prepared to hear them.
1: Would uh would you would either of you like to take a guess? On what the team oh, ERA is in the last fifteen days?
2: Don't we have also officially have like twenty blown saves and like eighteen actual saves now too? Probably.
0: Probably get a closer.
2: Yeah. Uh, probably should do a lot of stuff. I would guess a eight six eight team ERA. A little bit lower than that. I'm gonna say,
0: wait. What was your guess?
2: Eight six eight.
0: I'm gonna say seven one two.
1: It is. Leading the league with a 6.05, which is still better than the... So, the Sox in the last 15 days are 5-9. and nine. The Washington Nationals are 1-12, but they do have a lower ERA. Alarming. Um, they've blown three saves, so that's been fun. Um, what are looking for? Yeah, they're leading the league in earned runs by about 15. So they're just completely blowing this up. Yep. Not putting guys down. Strikeouts are low. Actually, I take it back. They're seventh in strikeouts. However. Bottom of the league in whip. Not good. Not good at all.
0: Not good. Not good. Not Not good. good. I'm gonna end this rant, the the rant we've had here.
1: Wait, what to... about the hitting? The hitting, statistics? yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Go for the hitting stat. Sox are hitting 231. Oh, that's good. Uh, they're leading the league in strikeouts. Oh, Steve, who in your cereal today? The Red Sox. Yeah, the Sox uh, – actually, they're second, second to last in strikeouts. They're two behind the Reds. I feel like they're going to jump them today. The Reds
2: are like, barely even an MLB team.
1: That is true. Yeah, everyone, everyone in those lineups gone up and sat down today. So, um, I feel like they're probably going to lead, lead the league in strikeouts after today. Average isn't good. OPS isn't great. This, this whole team is just not hitting and pitching well.
0: Yeah, I was going to say if we could sum up – this last week in one play, it's the Christian Arroyo, where the hell is the ball play? Being in person, watching that happen was – that game was awful to go to. Everybody saw that play. But, yeah, that about sums up the last week of Red Sox baseball. Uh, so, Don't yeah. Look now.
2: Don't look now. But if Garrett Cole – his lights out for the rest of the game, he could hit twenty strikeouts. Imagine.
0: Yeah, if he strikes out nine guys, nine of the last nine, right?
2: <laughs> nine guys straight.
0: Nine, nine straight. Yeah. Technically technically
2: though, actually, he could
1: strike guys out. He could get more on drop third strikes. I think I'd uh I think if Garrett Cole strikes out twenty in this game, I'm gonna dig a hole and lay in it. <laughs> yeah. We may have, We may have What's seen his, his career high? What's
2: his career high for sure guys? I don't know. I don't Just
1: care. At- Did you
0: guys yeah. see by the end of last night's game who the like what the Red Sox diamond looked like? It was Ploecki at catcher.
1: Oh uh, yeah, last night they had like three catchers in the field at yeah, once. Yeah,
0: Vasquez was at first, Wong was at second, Downs was at short, Dalbec was at third, and the outfield was like Rev Snyder, Duran, and Bradley.
2: That
1: I mean, was, that's the loosest what? Franchi was out there.
0: Oh yeah, Franchi might have been in there instead of Ref Snyder.
1: Yeah.
2: Eric Cole career high strikeouts is fifteen. What's he at today? Eleven. 11? with three innings to go.
0: He's got ninety-two pitches though.
2: Yeah, let him ride.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mute you. So, anyways, yeah, it's just it's been a bad bad week and a half. Although, Gone Bridge, we've got some fun
2: episodes coming up. Been a bad month and a half, but... Yeah. Should we have a guest on the show soon? You
1: guys want to know something funny? Yeah. What? You you guys want to know what happens every time we have a This Sucks episode?
2: Sure. Red
0: Sox turn it around after.
1: That they do. Let me... uh... You're welcome. This thing refreshed. Damn, Apple Podcast makes me load ten episodes at a time. It's ridiculous. Been around for so long. There's a lot of episodes to load, folks. Oh my god, it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> this is why. This is why Spotify is better than Apple.
0: Whoa.
1: Whoa. Whoa. I st- I know what I said. All right. I know what I said.
2: What
0: was I gonna say? Oh, we. Aha! I found it. Found it.
1: So we went from this sucks to, in episode fifty three to episode fifty four. We'll see you in the playoffs. Hell <laughs> yeah, we will. That's a that's a promising bounce back. And then after, this sucks part one. Forty six episode forty eight. We had smoother sailing. Two series wins in a row. Who did we have after This Sucks Part part 1? Well, in episode 47, after This Sucks Part 1, we had episode, episode 46 was This Sucks Part 1. Episode 47 was with Chris Troy, the Red Sox 2021 12th round draft pick. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. You guys know, you guys ever read that, like, little uh, little theory that history ever repeats itself, you know, every show years? yep
0: history yeah all right cool 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 all right well <laughs> let's uh let's change some mood here tomorrow's the home run Derby we did this last year picked our home run Derby brackets and winners and if I remember correctly I picked the finals and the winner correctly so I'm going for the crown back to back
2: you also just picked.
0: Steve, why, why didn't you do that too? It, it worked. Because I'm more
2: fun than that. I love okay. Him. Well, cool. I picked
0: Alonzo and Mancini and it was it was Alonzo and Mancini. All right. We're going to run run through the field real quick. Uh, hold on. Close up here. The – what's it called? Um. all right the 2022 mlb home run derby bracket number one seed at the top kyle schwarber that hurts phillies yeah that that does hurt
2: leads the league
0: Uh, in terms of guys in the derby yeah he'll be going up against
2: the league in home runs uh judge oh i thought it was it was schwarber for a hot second he will be facing the
0: eight seed Albert Pujols. I love that he's in the derby.
1: It, I feel like it's going to be really, really underwhelming. It could be like it's just going to be like a a forty something year old Albert Pujols just like slapping balls up the middle. Albert Pujols is sneaky, actually, like fifty
0: eight. Yeah, isn't? Yeah, I think I I read that somewhere too that he he's older than he says. All he those
2: is. guys are. They lie about their age to appear better on scouting reports.
1: Like, if Albert Pujols was not a major league baseball player and he walked by me on the street, he I would not pin him as an athlete.
2: I'd pin him as a former athlete. I
1: don't
0: think I would pin Kyle Schwarber as an athlete either.
1: But like, here's the thing: is like Albert Pujols kind of limps around, and he's he's quite he's quite large now. Doesn't have much Very of an athletic frame. Very true. All right, well, then going down the bracket, the 4-5
0: matchup, number four, Juan Soto, who just turned down almost a half billion dollars from the Washington Nationals against, from the Cleveland Guardians, Jose Ramirez. The next matchup, three-seeded Corey Seager versus six-seeded Julio Rodriguez. And down to the bottom matchup, I think the one I'm most excited about watching in the first round, two-seed back-to-back champion Pete Alonso Versus Ronald Acuna Jr. So it's a pretty exciting field this year. All right, should we start from the top? Schwarber Pujols.
2: Uh, it's pretty obvious. Wait, like Schwarber.
0: I'm going. I'm picking Schwarber here. It's Schwarber. I'm happy that Pujols is in the Derby, but it's just kind of a
2: brawn. I would like to see him win. That'd be cool. Well, unless the MLB gives holes like juiced balls and tells Shorber to take a dive then it's probably going to be Shorber true going down
0: to the next matchup and i will say this too so the all-star game this year is in Dodger Stadium which is like a very outfield super even so i wouldn't really say there's like a advantage of being like right-handed or left-handed next matchup Juan Soto Jose Ramirez.
2: Hmm. I got Jose Ramirez. I'm going to go I'll, with Jose Ramirez as well. I'll
0: pick Soto then. All right. All right. I like Ramirez there. Next matchup, Corey Seager versus Julio Rodriguez. I'm
1: taking Corey I'm taking Julio Rodriguez because I have a preconceived notion that no shortstops have any power whatsoever. I'm also the going thing Julio. we just
2: give Trevor Story all that money. He's a second baseman. second baseman. Even even less power at second base historically. Hey,
1: Robbins It's like a
0: massage or something. You're like really pissed off.
2: Nothing
1: go, to be happy about. A, go smoke a cigarette or something. <laughs> Hard pass.
2: Um, I I would pick Corey Seager. You're picking Seeger? I'm going Julio. I'm going Julio.
1: I feel and like then, Corey, Corey Seager is just going to – he's probably going to get booed. And he's just going to hit a bunch of, like, weak dinkers past the second baseman.
0: Oh, true. I didn't even think of that. Forgot forgot about that. Get back, back in – But, back but in Corey
2: also app. knows Dodger Stadium better than these guys.
0: That is true. Although – Steve, what's this picture you sent me? Like my face. Oh,
2: I just covered my screen with baseball cards.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. Is it still like that? No. One of them's a Carl Crawford card.
1: Yeah. Clausen also noticed that. Yeah, I'm getting covered by Carl Crawford. That's kind of fucked up. (laughs) All
0: right. And then the final matchup: Pete Alonzo versus Ronald Acuna Jr.
2: Gotta pick Puller Pete. It's Pete.
0: I'm going Pete. You gotta go, Pete. All right, so for the second round matchup at the top of the bracket, I've got Schwarber Ramirez. Klausen, you've got Schwarber Soto, and Steve, you've got Schwarber Ramirez as well.
2: Yep. I think we all got Schwarber going through though.
0: Do we?
1: Yeah, I'll keep Schwarber. I'm picking just, Jose. I'm picking Jose Ramirez. That's bold. It's bold. That's stupid.
0: Okay. I'm moving Jose Ramirez to the to the to the championship. All right. All right. On the bottom of the bracket, Claussen and I have Julio Rodriguez versus Pete Alonso. And Steve, you've got Corey Seeger versus Pete Alonso.
1: Hey. Pull you know p- what? I'm gonna change my choice. Okay. I'm picking Juan Soto because usually my my expertise behind these picks is just picking a random year and just like copy and pasting the the seeds over. So I decided to pick 2015. And uh, Jock Peterson beat out Albert Pujols in the second round, who was a one seed. So I'm gonna take Juan Soto taking down Schwarber.
0: Okay, so you got Juan Soto
1: and in the Peter. finals. And Polar Pete in the finals.
0: Okay, I've got an upset alert in the bottom of the bracket as well. Good I got lot. Julio Rodriguez upsetting Polar Pete. It's gonna be
1: the most boring derby of the of all time. Why? They're each gonna hit thirty-five bombs. Everyone gets everyone gets upset. I got a Schwarber versus Pete in the
2: finals. Personally, you got the one and two seed in there
0: is that that's much more boring i got julio rodriguez jose ramirez Clason. who's your final soto alonzo yeah i got julio rodriguez winning the home run derby this year folks give me julio
1: you're a fool
2: you're a fool
0: okay all right come on DM me when julio when julio wins
2: i have kyle Schwarber winning it all
1: i'm gonna take pete alonzo because todd frazier won in 2015 as a Second seed.
0: Okay, well there you go. Steve's got Schwarber. I've got Julio, and Clausen's got Pete Alonzo. So we'll see how
2: those hold up. Do you think that regular season home runs have anything to do with home run derby performance? No, no. no. Yeah, probably
1: not.
0: Remember when good you are played.
1: in batting practice? Yeah.
0: Remember when Yasiel Puig hit zero? <laughs> Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, I think Robinson Cano one year hit zero as well. I remember that. I think that was the year after he won it.
1: Yeah, Robinson Cano's dad threw the pitches that year, yeah. and he just kept throwing balls.
0: That was, I think, that was in Kansas City. I think that was 2012.
1: Yeah, it was bad. I oh, remember I the one in uh, what was the one in Arizona? What year? Was I was really uh, bad at BP last year.
0: Cano and Gonzalez. Oh who yeah, was
1: throwing it. Who was really bad at throwing? It? Uh,
2: let me I see. I know. Uh, Pete's guy was really good right Pete's guy
0: guy's back too he's not like with the Mets anymore but I think I saw that he is like throwing so the bracket last year was it was Shohei Ohtani versus Juan Soto and then it was Salvador Perez versus Pete Alonzo, Joey Gallo versus Trevor Story and Matt Olson versus Trey Mancini
2: was it Was it Matt Olson's guy was really bad at
0: throwing BP? I think it was. I think it might have been. So also, I don't know if you guys remember, but last year there were two guys who none of us picked to get past the first round. I think it was Salvador Perez and Trevor Story, if I remember. And we each came up with like something we would do if that finals matchup happened. This year.
2: I don't think that happened this year, did it?
0: It did. Nobody picked Albert Pujols, and nobody picked Ronald Acuna. So if there is a Ronald Acuna versus Albert Pujols finals, what, do, what are we putting as, as the stakes? What were the stakes
1: last year? Does anyone remember?
0: I think I'm, – I'm trying to find the Instagram post right now. I think, like, Klaus and you were like, I'll buy a Pablo Sandoval jersey or something like that.
1: I think I said I'd buy
2: Klaus in a jersey.
1: I'm I'm fine with keeping that. Should we just
2: should we gonna, bring
0: it back from last year?
2: No, I want to change mine.
0: Okay, so here it was. What happens if Salvador Perez and Trevor Story make the home run derby final? Steve, Steve buys a Sam Travis jersey, Clausen buys a Pablo Sandoval jersey, and I put down a $100 bet that the Red Sox would win the World Series.
1: So you're the only one that doesn't get screwed in this situation. Actually, you it's probably uh, the same, like, monetary amount.
0: Probably about the same.
1: Um, Looking, looking back at these home run derbies was – it's kind of funny. Like, know, 2011 right? was pretty stacked outside of the seven seed.
0: Wasn't – Corey Hart was in that one, right?
1: That was 2012.
0: 2012.
1: 2010, sorry. 2010,
0: yeah. 2011
1: one. was Cano, Adrian Gonzalez – Prince Fielder, Ortiz, Matt Holliday, Jose Batista, Matt Kemp when he was good, and you guessed it, Ricky Weeks. I was going to say, I remember Ricky
0: Weeks was in that.
1: He had three home runs that round.
0: Ricky Weeks. That's a a name right there.
1: Yeah. And then 2010 was weird. They had Vernon Wells and Chris Young and Nick Swisher.
0: Nick Swisher. I mean, even – I'm looking at 2018 – jesus aguilar was the one seed
1: (laughs) yeah i forgot about that
0: where was the all-star game in 2018
1: was that um whatchamacallit san diego no that was 16
0: i think 18 was uh, oh washington that's right so yeah tune into the home run derby tomorrow Clausen, let's say I get home from work, want to turn on the the derby, don't have time to make dinner. How uh, I don't I don't want to miss the derby. Like how how am I fitting that in?
1: Well, normally you do that through Instacart. Game break, Joey Gallo just put Joey one Gallo on the short porch again. home run. <laughs> I'm on TV delay. Let's see let's see where this one goes. I'm calling short porch shot. It went 379 feet. It's not that bad. I mean, it's it's not great.
2: It's pretty tough. Tip- I bet it would be a home run in, like, most MLB stadiums. You want to know why Joey
1: Gallo probably strikes out so much? He tries to hit home runs? Because he wastes his time at the grocery store. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a fool. If I If I were anybody but Joey Gallo... I'd order my food through Instacart. If you don't know, Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to hand-pick a variety of fresh foods and products. Some little kid caught the home run. That's pretty sick. He was pretty excited. Good for him. Um, order through Instacart. with delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour. You shop multiple stores. See details in your area. They'll help you save money. And everything is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. They always handle with care. Uh, I don't know what the offer is this week. We don't really keep up with them anymore, but... Summer is here. It's going to be a hot one this week in Massachusetts. I'd recommend sparking your summer celebration if you can handle the heat. If not, maybe wait until it's a little bit cooler, but don't want to miss out on your summer celebration. Never sent from the grocery store again. Woo!
0: Got some questions this week. From who? From Matt. Actually, we do have two left over from Jess that I forgot to put on the show last week, so we can throw those in today. Too. But we'll go go go. with Matt first because the first one actually does come in for Matt. And Matt asks, what is the latest time you've started work? Like doing work? Started work. I got to think probably like job.
2: Sometimes I would have a later shift at the ski place. It'd be like 5 p.m. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think five or actually not. One couple times I would start. My shift at the ice cream shop at six, six to ten.
1: I do like six to two sometimes.
0: Where were you working? You worked till two in the morning.
1: Yeah, there was a bowling alley in my town that oh. turned into a nightclub on weekends. So six, I I closed the place down at two in the morning. Sounds dope. Place was place was bumping with middle aged women. <laughs> Shut up. Send me the address. <laughs>
0: Next question comes in from Matt and he asks, what's your favorite backpack you've ever owned?
2: What kind of question is that?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in in kindergarten, I, I had a Red Sox backpack that was pretty sick. That's
0: dope. I think in preschool, I had like a dinosaur backpack. Bring That's that,
2: sick. Bring that back. Um for christmas i got a backpack that doubles as a cooler
1: it's pretty Damn,
0: cool. that's cool
1: no. that's pretty cooler i too need to keep my textbooks cold
2: <laughs> hey nobody said it was ever a backpack used for school
1: Nobody ever said it wasn't
0: all right we got two questions from jess
2: questions to matt this is for jess
0: <laughs> this is a different segment the first one from Jess. The question is what is your dream job?
2: Astronaut. That's a dope. Job. Mar- Mars colonizer. <laughs> Ice cream um, taste tester. That'd be cool.
1: MLB first baseman. You would play first? Yeah. I'm not I'm not that athletic. Dream job, bullpen
0: catcher would be pretty dope.
1: Bullpen catcher would be a sick job. Do you think you could handle it? Actually, you know what my my dream job? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna make it that cop that stands in the bullpen every game. Uh-huh. That's, That's just
2: overtime. Is... It's just a detail.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you probably have to like work your way up to
0: get to that point, but
1: you have to like, your. That could be my full time job.
0: Oh, that'd be great. In the
1: because they don't even look at the crowd; they look at the game.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Free tickets to the game. Right? Yeah. The other That's question good, from
0: Jess, the final one, favorite spot to watch a game
2: at Fenway? Probably behind home plate.
1: Um, I sat when I went at the end of June. It was like a month ago. I was, like, one or two sections over in the loge box behind home plate. Those seats were sick, like, towards the third base side. So yeah, yeah,
0: those were good seats. I honestly do like State Street a lot. I like being up there.
1: And you always find your way up there. I know my ways. <laughs> know your people.
0: Yeah. makes You make some good connections. All right. Do we have an Alex Corey Impact Player of the Week? No. <laughs> I think it's canceled this week. Anything you saw in baseball that was fun this week? No. All right. I didn't
2: have fun watching baseball at all this week. Awesome. Did you guys? No, not really. I think it's fun that Soto turned down four hundred and forty million dollars from the Nationals.
0: That was funny.
2: I think that's pretty comical. Sorry if you're a DC fan.
0: I don't know why you'd be listening to the show, but yeah.
1: You know what I did watch that was that wasn't baseball this week. What's that? Um, I actually, I also just found it on YouTube. The uh, the funeral for that ex Japanese prime minister.
2: Oh, good lord.
1: Apparently, it sparks some outrage over taxpayer funding. All right. Cool. Thanks for, then, uh, Thanks for the update, not episode not. without Shinzo Abe, whatever his name is.
2: RIP. RIP. Honest Abe. Kind Too of. Soon. Too soon.
1: Did you
0: guys see that wild graphic Fox Sports put up last night?
2: Crazy. Crazy. Whose idea was that? Not um, only. Who who decided? I don't know what the situation is, where somebody greenlights that idea and is like, "Hey, make this," and then the graphic designer is like, "Okay," because it's probably like he's taking orders from his boss, or if some graphic designer is like, "Hey, look at the graphic I made," and some guy was like, "That's great, let's put it on TV,"
0: and then the pro- then, then the producers of the show were like, "All right, let's let's run this," like we yeah. got it all queued up, ready, three, two, one, roll, and nine eleven, yeah. <laughs> Awful, awful! I couldn't believe they like slapped the logos on there.
2: That's crazy. That's answers bananas that somebody did that.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. All right. I think actually, I just want I got one more like thing before we close out the ninth. Okay. The amount the uh the amount of people, real quick, just saying, like I'm I'm just tired. I'm tired. and I want this to be quick. I just want to bring it up, but I'm tired of people saying that Heim Bloom was bad at his job. Well, the Red Sox now have a top five farm system in baseball and they made the ALCS last year.
2: A lot of that was in place before Heim, wasn't it? No. Some of it was.
0: No, not really. Maybe Casas was.
2: Casas was. was,
0: uh, Maybe a little bit of it was, but he was Blaze. He bolstered it. I'm just tired of like I have people like I've been seeing people on Did Twitter. Ah, or... uh, no,
2: I don't no, know. I, I don't know if that's fully the case, but I think a lot of the, I think a lot of it has to do with just guys kind of came up, came well, up, developed, and then Heim kind of slid in there. I was like, ooh, Tristan Casas. Well,
1: yeah, don't mind well, if I do. I mean, the the Heim effect is not trading guys once they get good. Like Dave Dombrowski would have shipped off. Yo, but we won a World Series though. He did. He would have shipped everyone probably, but Casas and Meyer at this point.
2: Yo, but we won a World Series though.
0: Did win that World Series. He did. Won the World. But I got people texting me saying like, "Is it bad that I'm rooting for the Red Sox to to have a downfall this year just so I can say that the Heim Bloom experiment didn't work?"
1: Like, yeah.
2: One thing's for sure, you can't outraise the Rays. That's true. Can, even over. even Heim, the Heim Bloom era. I think we're no, don't say it. We're like thirteen and twenty-eight against the Rays.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. Never mind. I thought you were going a different path with that.
2: No, you can't outraise the Rays. That's for sure.
0: Nope. Nope. All right. To close out the ninth. Sure. All right.
2: Team sucks.
0: That they do, Steven. That they do.
2: Resign Raphael Devers and Bogards if you feel like it, but definitely Rafi.
1: Uh Rory McElroy had a pretty epic meltdown today at the US Open. Um listening to a little uh little golf at like seven thirty this morning when they started. It was pretty pretty secure that Rory McElroy would win. Didn't have a huge lead going into today, but you know, seemed pretty confident he would win and then absolutely blew it on the back nine. Wasn't the guy that won like 19 under? Yeah, 20 under. Which pretty is crazy.
2: Ridiculous.
0: He had a day, that's for sure.
2: Isn't that like a record? It's gotta be. I think so. Didn't Rory finish 19 under? He was was he 18 or 19? He lost I, don't know. I know that he had he he could have like eagled like a 40-yard chip, like hold out. And tied it.
1: But he obviously missed. That's pretty unlikely though.
2: Yeah, I know.
0: Yes. Uh he finished at eighteen under. Still,
1: Still good. I think he started at eighteen under. Did he? Uh, mm-hmm.
0: He started at sixteen. He was minus two today. Still pretty good. Still good. I take it. I take it. Yeah, I, I will. I take it. I take it. I played golf yesterday. Didn't exactly like the world on fire.
1: Let's see. I, uh, I played last week as well. Not good off the tee. The irons and the wedges were on fire, though. Dude, my oh.
2: irons have been good. I drove the green on a par four for the first time yesterday.
0: Hell yeah. How, How long far was, was it?
2: Uh, it was 245 uphill. I think it was playing like 260, but it was downwind. So I caught a draft and got it up there. Nice. So I'm talking
1: about Steve. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You still using those like wooden clubs?
2: No, I had my I've like my actual clubs here. I only took those wood clubs to school because me and my dad share the set down here. So I oh, left yeah. him with him, left him with the man who paid for them.
1: That's a respectable move. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue with that.
2: But I actually used my friend's driver on that one. He actually has like a pretty decent, a pretty good driver. I was like, yeah, let me let me take a whack at this because I think that this is like I always joke that it's a drivable par four, but none of us have ever come close. And I hit his driver and I was like, oh shit, it actually kind of is.
0: I've had I've driven like a few greens. It's like the best feeling ever. It really is. Right. He's just rolled off. Actually, I lipped out a hole in one yesterday. Really? Yeah. I I hit I hit my club. It was a little thin, a little low, and it was like bounced up right in front of the green and it was rolling right to the pin. And then it started like rolling like at like a 45 degree angle the other way. I was like, yo. Did you birdie? <laughs> Lipped out the birdie pot. I parred, but <laughs> it was still like an eight foot putt, but
2: yeah. We love
1: pars.
0: I love a good par. I think yesterday I par I think I parred two holes and like double bogeyed almost every other hole.
1: That's what happens. That's what happens to me is like there was one round. I was on fire. I was like plus two through six. Oh and I, and I usually finish like somewhere between like six and eight over. And then the next like the next hole. Like I said something. I was like, damn, I'm like having a good round. Like I'm on fire right six. now. <laughs> you know what I did on the next tee shot? That's OB. True. Yeah. OB. Classic. Do you talk box or talk
0: socks and hit him? OB. Nice. OB knows the rest. Hell yeah, he does. Um trying to think. Close out the ninth. Oh, Gone Bridge got recognized at Fenway for the first time. That was cool.
1: Sick. sick. That
0: was was the highlight of the homestand.
2: It was like a group of girls, and they were like, oh, my God, you're Andrew Gardner. Oh, my God, can you sign this ball for me? And Gardner was like, ladies, ladies, I don't have time for this.
0: That's definitely what happened. Let the record show. Um, But my closing up the ninth thought is – Caleb Ort is now pitching. The Red Sox are down 11 runs to the Yankees. And Caleb, didn't work go in last night? I think he did. I think they're just pitching everybody today. Why not?
2: Why not? Get loose. Get loose, boys. Get loose.
0: You're going to be off all week. You're going to be going down to Florida. You're going to be relaxing. Get, loose. Get uh, loose. They
2: pulled Cole.
0: Did they? Yeah. Seven. 12
2: strikeouts.
0: 12? That's yeah. solid.
2: Boy, Let's it worked.
0: Very solid. Well, the Red Sox had what? Three hits
2: yesterday. They've got four hits today. Shout out to Jeter Downs. First career home run. Jeter yeah. plays well in Yankee Stadium.
1: That Andrew Gardner take gets colder as time goes on.
0: It would have been a good take had Christian Arroyo not gotten hurt, had Trevor Story not gotten hurt.
2: It would have been a good take if it happened, man.
0: <laughs> fair. fair, fair, fair. Well, anyways, that'll put a wrap on the first half of the season with the loss coming up inevitably. The Red Sox finished the first half at 48-45. and What's the plan? Are we doing a first-half like wrap-up episode sometime this week?
1: I think we're going to have to.
0: I think we'll do that. We can review our uh, preseason predictions, two of which I'm excited to talk about, not Red Sox.
1: One of of which you're going to have to take the man's thing out of your mouth.
0: Thing. Two of which, Justin Raylander just had another shutout performance yesterday.
1: Steve, Justin
2: Raylander is so old. Kate Upton is the best baseball reporter of all time. Damn
0: right, Steve. Well, anyway, let's end this on a high note. The Red Sox aren't out of it yet. Steve, I'm going to put you on mute. What? On
2: mute. I didn't
1: Steve, say anything.
0: Give me mm-hmm. a look. Red Sox. What? Our only two games out of the wild card. Going into the all-star break. Guys are going to get healthy. Hopefully we'll get Waka's story. Not Chris Hill. Not Chris Sale. a couple other guys back soon. Trade deadline is approaching. We'll have more info for you guys on that soon and some potential targets for the Red Sox. The MLB draft is also tonight, so stay tuned for that. I really don't have any idea who the Red Sox might take.
1: They have, what, the 22nd pick tonight?
0: I think so. I think there so. Are there any
1: famous 20 second picks? I
0: don't know, you can look that up. Look it up.
1: Let's look it up. You know who's number twenty
2: two? Taylor Twellman. Shout out. Who? Taylor Twellman. Greatest New England revolution player of all time. Oh, I don't know who that is. Absolutely changed the game. If you know who Taylor Twellman is, tweet at us.
0: Let's see. Best pick ever at each slot. Number twenty-two. I'm say one. Is that Jeff Bagwell?
1: Craig Biggio.
0: Biggio. All right. Well, the Red Sox are going to take a Craig Biggio equivalent today. That would be good. Honorable mentions: Rafael Palmeiro, Chet Lemon, and Jason Worth.
1: You, think, you guys remember when Rafael Palmero was trying to come back?
0: No. No, not really. He was trying to make this, like,
1: big comeback.
0: I don't even really
2: remember when, like,
1: when he played. I mean, All right, maybe... I
2: lied. Taylor Trumman, were 20. Wait, I'm
1: stupid. They're picking 24th. 24th? That's right, not good. right, kidding. Rondell, Rondell White. White. Actually, Walker Bueller was a 24th pick.
0: And Chad oh. Billingsley.
1: I would take a Walker Bueller any day.
0: I would too. You know who's twenty-five? Mike Trout. Let's trade down. Or trade up number twenty-three, Mo Vaughn. Uh
1: oh. Let's hope the uh let's hope we don't get another um Mike Trout at twenty five. You know he's picking twenty five? The Yankees. The New York Yankees.
0: <laughs> Sweet.
1: That's not Chuck, gonna be Chuck
0: there. Noblock, Mike Trout, Matt Kane, Matt Chapman.
1: Twenty five seems to have a, a good amount of picks
0: pretty solid yeah all right well the red sox again first half is donezo we'll have a little recap episode some point this week and then i think the episode after that sometime soon we're gonna have a guest on the show so stay tuned for that we also have some exciting stuff coming for episode 100 which is coming faster than you think so stay tuned but we'll be back soon don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gonbridge Podcast and Twitter at Gombridge. Don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Stitcher. And we will be back very soon with episode 95. Hope you enjoyed this sucks part three. See ya!